Hi, everybody. Jimmy DeYoung here. Do you know that God selected Jeremiah not at his birth, not when he was conceived in the womb of his mother, but in eternity past? God selected Jeremiah, a unique prophet that would come forth with a unique prophecy. He was to be the prophet to the nations. Well, I'm telling you this because in just a moment, we're going to study about Jeremiah and how he understood God's creative acts as it relates to Bible prophecy. This is something we need to understand, and if you'll stay tuned, we'll have a study on that subject in just a moment. Let me remind you that I have a series entitled Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy, which is a five-hour audio series on CD. It talks about a unique prophet, a unique prophecy, and a unique purpose. We think about the creation concepts as it relates to Jeremiah's message. We'll do that in just a moment. Jeremiah and the Jew, Jeremiah and the Judgment, and Jeremiah and Babylon. These are the titles of the five different parts on this five-hour audio series on the book of Jeremiah. You can order it. We'll tell you how to do it. But first, let's have a study thinking about Jeremiah's creation concepts. In the beginning, that's time. So the first thing he brings into existence is time. In the beginning, time. Prior to that, in eternity past, there was no time. When we have new heavens, new earth, and new Jerusalem, Revelation 21, in the eternity future, there will be no time. Time is only in existence from Genesis 1 in the beginning. And that is history, his story. And that's the only thing in history. We've got a bunch of these so-called great Christian television evangelists putting up their big posters back here and said that demons were created in prehistoric times. Prehistoric is an oxymoron. In other words, it can't be. How could, if history is recording time, <laughs> how could you have something before it? What an idiot. I mean, a guy stands up and makes a fool of himself by saying prehistoric. And he tries to prove it with these big posters behind him. By the way, if you disagree with anything I say, don't you dare go tell anybody until you tell me. Because the Bible says if you've got aught against your brother, come to him first. And bring the old B-I-B-L-E, baby, and we'll see what it has to say. Don't bring me your experience. I've had all the experiences I can stand. But there's a guy with a weird hairdo. Oh, by the way, I better not talk about that. <laughs> Somebody asked me, what kind of hairdo is that you got? I said, it's a receding afro, in case you're wondering. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this guy with a weird hairdo, another guy with a weird hairdo on television. Well, let me teach you about angels and demons who came into existence prehistoric. In the beginning... God. That's who was there only. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, God created, spoke into existence. Again, the word here in the Hebrew is plural, heaven. My old King James makes a little mistake here. In the beginning, God creates the heavens. 
And then then put something else in here, too. The next verse, I mean, the next words are, and the earth. But you know what he created between the heavens and the earth? Angels. Yeah. He created everything, didn't he? Now, angels are creatures. They were created. And everything was created by him in six days. Not prehistoric in six days. Evil angels are going to be the demons. That's where they came into existence, boys, who put up these charts behind them. Six days he did this. How do I know he created angels in verse 1 of chapter 1? Well, you know what it says in the book of Job, chapter 38, verse 4? God speaking to Job. Hey, Job, you got problems? You're concerned? Where were you when I created the earth, Job? Hey, Job, you've ever taken a tape measure and measured it? Can you show me where the foundations are, Job? Show me where that cornerstone is for the earth, Job. That's chapter 4. Excuse me, chapter 38, verses 4, 5, 6, and then verse 7, he says, When the sons of God and the morning stars shouted for joy. Now, sons of God, used six times in the Bible, are angels. Morning stars, another phrase for angels. What did they do? When he created the earth, they shouted for joy. That means they had to be around before the earth was, right? So he, here's the first day of creation. Creates the heavens, three of them, third heaven where God is going to be, where the angels are to abide. He creates the angels. Then he creates the earth. And man, they have a, a shouting meeting. That much of Baptocostals up there. They go wild. Oh, glory to God, look at that earth. Man, that is neat, God. Oh, that was great the way you did that. Love it, love it, love it. <laughs> I don't know what they said, but it was something like that. <laughs> Creates the earth. I'm sorry. I know you're not supposed to have fun studying the Bible. Please excuse me. <laughs> I'm supposed to stand up here like I was baptized in pickle juice, but I'm very sorry. Verse 2. And the earth was without form and void. By the way, in a moment, I'll prove there was no gap between chapter 1, verse 1, and chapter 1, verse 2. There's no period of time. That's what these guys are saying. Prehistoric events took place because when he created the earth and then there was a period of time. You know what they're doing that for? Trying to put four and a half billion years to get in bed with the evolutionists. We don't need four. The evolutionists need four and a half billion years. Because they need all that time to accomplish what they say happened. I'm telling you, it was a, it was a short six-day period of time that this happened. And it wasn't too long ago, just about 6,000 years ago. And he brings them into existence. You see, the earth was without form and void, because if you follow ahead and keep reading, don't just read verses 1 and 2, you'll see it's covered with water. And, and he says, uh, hmm, light. Oh, there's light. I love it. <laughs> there was darkness. I think I'll separate these two. And the light will be day and the dark will be night. And, and the waters were all over the earth. Holy Spirit, go over there and dwell over the waters of the earth. I'm going to continue to form this. Oh, by the way, look what he says at the end of that first day. Verse 5. And the evening and the morning were the first day. You ever wonder why the Jews start their day in the evening? Right here. A Jewish day starts 
at sundown and goes to sundown the next day. You know, we start day and then night. They start night and day from the Genesis account, from what Moses told them. I mean, they were instructed from the very beginning. That's how they established it. By the way, I would say these are 24-hour days, and basically there's one of the reasons. He said the first day, and he said day and night. Jesus defined day. He said in John 11, don't you know the day is 12 hours? Thus, the night is 12 hours, 24 hours. And he gives a numerical adjective to all of them. The first day. Go down here and look what he says in verse 8. And the evening and the morning were the second day. Look at verse 13. And the evening and the morning were the third day. In the, verse 19, the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Verse 23, the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Chapter 1, verse 31. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. 24-hour days. And I told you Exodus chapter 20, verse 11 says, And in six days he created all, and the seventh day he said to rest. These were 24-hour days. Now look at verse 6 and what happens in verse 6. And God said, let there be a firmament. That means a vast expanse. He's going to call it the heavens. That's what he says in verse 8. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the six days. And you know what he did in the second day? He divided the waters, the waters upon the face of the earth. He said, and God made the firmament, verse 7, and he divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which are above. And that word above, you've got to understand that's a, uh, that's a preposition that basically is talking about being among. doesn't have to be above. I'm not attacking the King James. I think it's, and I use it all the time, and that's the only Bible I use. But you've got to understand the Hebrew when you're studying these things to get the real thrust. And going back and looking up the Hebrew, I looked it up this morning to confirm what I'm saying. And so he, he's not going to put, how can you put the waters beyond the heavens? That means the waters above, past the third heaven? No. The waters are above our atmosphere. He divided the waters. Half of the waters up there, which is going to establish a canopy over the earth, giving us a greenhouse effect upon the face of the earth, and half of the waters on the earth. You see, the first day he divided the light from the darkness, day and night. Second division is divide the waters in the firmament and on the earth. And then he's going to divide on the third day the land from the waters. And basically everything is about 50%. In the pre-flood earth, the water was about 50% of the earth and land was about 50% of the earth. That's what he does here in the third day. You can read it. I'll not develop it all. He also brings forth the fruit trees, the herbs. He's going to give us meat to eat. You know what they ate before the flood? Only vegetables. <laughs> Vegetarians. That's what they were. It's chapter 9, verse 3, where God says you can eat the meat. That's after the flood. He gave them all the trees and all the... Isn't it interesting to note... Thank you for taking a moment to study the book with us. We've been focused on the book of Jeremiah, which is a unique prophecy. In fact, that's the title of a five-hour audio series that I have available. You can get it through going to our bookstore at our website, or you can call our toll-free number. Let me give you the website address. It's prophecytoday.com. Prophecy, P-R-O-P-H-E-C-Y, 
prophecytoday.com. That Prophecy Today is one word. You can go there and go to our shopping mall and order your copy of this five-hour audio series on CD, Jeremiah, A Unique Prophecy. Or call our toll-free number. It's 877-674-3298. Simple way to remember it, 8-PROPHECY-8. That's toll-free from across America, 877-674-3298. I'm Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for taking a few moments to study the Word of God with me as we've taken a look at the book. We need to stay in the book to understand the times in which we're living. And as we understand the times, we'll realize that the rapture of the church could actually take place at any moment. In fact, in the next moment. And having said that, there's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...